There used to be this band, uh, a KC local band, called uh, Pump Action Daisy, and uh, their singer, guitar player, I don't remember his name, but he, to count in a song, I don't remember what the name of the song was, be like, a one-ins and a two-ins and a three-ins and a four-ins, <laughs> and then they just start playing, I'm like... That's kind of fucking cool, but it was early on. I didn't realize that not everything that everybody does is cool. Sometimes it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like me when I'm I'm introing more. Like I'll like <laughs> you want some more? <laughs> fucking yeah, we fucking we love you guys. Thank you for coming out. You guys enjoying yourselves? Yeah. You guys want some more? Yeah. I got no show notes. Do what? No show notes over here. The agenda's not up yet. Uh, it's all right. You'll get to it. But I think before that even pops up, I'm ready to intro. How about you? Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome, dear listener, to the Savor the Burn podcast. My name is Jonathan. Across the table for me is, well, we're going to have to go back to calling him Wizard Fingers tonight. He went through <laughs> he went through the gamut of uh, technical difficulties. He learned how to speak gremlin. Yes. Yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> and and how are you today, sir? Better now. Better now. Yeah, I heard you were having some uh, some uh, a rough episode with the uh, with uh, with Ozzy earlier. Oh yeah, I the poor dude. I think he was just like constipated and had a hard nugget that he was trying to push on out. And hard nugget. Now that's a band name. <laughs> that's a fucking band name, right? That's there. a metal band. <laughs> yeah, or, or a what, punk band. What did you say? You guys' name is <laughs> Hard Nugget. <laughs> Hard nugget, check and see. <laughs> I don't know why I went foreigner with it. <laughs> anyway, uh, tonight we're uh, we're trying the uh, the the Jay Rieger and Company straight bourbon whiskey bottled in bond. Very excited about this one. Now this bottle's been tapped into, so I'm pretty sure you've tried this. This was you, this you, was a birthday bottle. Unless you wrestled this away from some you know street bum. <laughs> nope, I have tried this. I've made uh, a Casey horse feather out of this. Mm. And it's very tasty. But we're not doing that tonight. Not tonight. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We are doing a couple cocktails. But uh, before we get to those, we're going we're gonna to try a neat. We're going to do a neat pour. Yes, sir. Now, I don't know if your, uh, if your, your show notes uh, will bring up these uh, particular paragraphs. I was looking up uh, on the way here some, some information on, uh, on this um, straight bourbon whiskey from uh, Riegers and it said uh, as a bottled and bond spirit this bourbon is held to a rigorous standard including being made by one distiller at a single distillery in one season at J. Rieger and Company Kansas City's original distillery that results in a unique expression of our location in the historic electric park district the varied season the aged barrels even the vibrations of the trains passing by our front doors distilled from corn rye and malted barley our bourbon was aged six years in our Rick House and uh, is our second offering of Rieger Straight Bourbon Whiskey Bottled in Bond since <laughs> Jay Rieger and Company was reborn in 2014. That's so, very cool. So I thought that was, and then it goes on to give all, you know, where it's available, the release date, the awards. This got the 2023 San Francisco uh, World Spirits Competition, the double the gold. The double, Yep. I thought that was pretty cool, and uh, it also got the gold in the uh, 2023 Ascot Award. So this is award-winning, much like that Jim Beam Black. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is—it's a beautiful bottle. I like the—I uh, like the natural cork, the the fucking topper, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's you know dark wood. Is that like a 
walnut or a, it looks walnut yeah if it's like extra dark unless they're topping these things off with mahogany it's all, also got this cool sound hang on it's got that cool sound love it oh wait it's not natural cork i thought it was natural cork that's you, all right though you can store this on its side if you want to I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'm excited for, for this. I and I was very excited when I learned that this was their second offering since 2014 to do a bottled and bond bourbon. And they also released at the same time a bottled and bond rye. So the rye and the bourbon are kind of brother sister offerings. Yeah, definitely. It's got some cool stuff going on here on the nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and hit the reset button with these. Uh, these. Oh shit! I shook it too hard. These coffee beans, I like doing that just in case. Just in case I drank too much grape soda on the way here. I see your notes say it's got a, a golden brown color. I would agree with your notes. Mm -hmm. It smells so good. You, I mean, it, you got caramel, you got you got vanilla. You know, with all the different ones that we've tried and with all the different tasting notes that we've pulled for this, I think it's the first time that I've seen golden brown. Mm as a descriptor it's usually amber yeah golden amber honey yeah uh, mahogany copper yeah i think everybody needs to get on the same but, page with yeah. their with their with their color descriptions i'd call it a dark honey or a um uh, an amber or a light or what do they call it golden brown mm -hmm. call it whatever it's got legs it's got legs it knows how to use them a little zz top for you yeah. so the definitely the thing, definitely a lot of caramel on the so nose. on the on the nose of uh, the West Bottoms Whiskey Company bourbon, you can smell uh, like a light hint of that sherry cask that they're finished in. Yep. To me, absolutely, this has a lot more of that on the nose. Like you can pick up the the sherry cask is like one of the major players on the nose. Mm -hmm. I think I don't see it in your notes. Is there a little bit of lemon? Maybe uh, I'm not sure. A little bit of a citrus. It's citrusy for sure, and it's not orange. Yeah. So maybe it is lemon. Sugary, baking spice, apple pie, clove, hints yeah, of maple. There's definitely a good amount of baking spices. Smells good to me. Let's try it on the palate. Let's do it. Mmm. It's got a spiciness mm. to it. Unless that's the 100 proof. I was going to say, it's, it is bottled yeah. in bond, so yeah. it's 100 proof. Yeah, so that's not spice. Okay, so everything we smelled on the nose just got amplified. Yeah, and we don't get that very often. No. So many times the nose and the palate, definitely not vastly, well, yeah, maybe vastly different. Some have been. Definitely not a complete disconnect, mm -hmm. but I don't think we've ever really had one that the palate mimics the nose amplified. Yeah, yeah. There's some cherry, some dark fruit of some kind. Definitely honey. Yeah, there's like a whole basket of, of dark fruits. Dark, maybe some dried fruit. Yeah, the the honey sweetness. There's a and that cherry is definitely present. It's um, I don't know, buttery. If that's a yeah, thing, yeah. It's got um, uh, there's the the wood. Like I want to call it oaky, but I don't know if this is oak. Maybe are these are these are the, are the sherry casks that they're aged in? Are they maple? Is it maple wood? I'm guessing. I don't know. I would think they would be oak cask. <sighs> I haven't heard of them, of anybody aging things in anything but oak. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe I'm just Except picking up on the Japanese maple. whiskey. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah. is definitely not. Maybe Japanese I'm, I'm picking up on the on the maple flavor, mm. uh, and it's also kicking in at the same time as the wood flavor. Mm -hmm. 
And maybe I'm just getting confused that way. My palate gets pretty confused. Much like my brain gets confused anytime there's math involved. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Where did you... It's got you, a real long finish. It, it really is, yeah. Yeah, and it's got... Um, there's like cinnamon on the finish. It's got... Um, it retains that honey sweetness. Mm-hmm. The caramel almost turns vanilla on the finish. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. The caramel... I don't know if the caramel... Really sticks around. I think, yeah, it just goes mm-hmm. straight to vanilla, which is not a bad thing, not to me. I'm a fan of it. What does it say here in your notes here? Long and complex. Well, yeah, well, I'd agree with that. Hints of vanilla, caramel, honey, cinnamon. Okay, all right. Dark roast coffee, hmm. nuts, and sea salt. I was getting ready to say there's 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 kind of a brininess on the finish. Huh. Uh, on your notes here, the on the palate, cornbread, cotton candy, and honey. I'm a fan of all the above. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Like I had some uh, cornbread at Longhorn last, or not Longhorn. Fuck. Um, Jack Stack. Jack Stack. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like jalapeno cornbread. Oh yeah. And it's, it's good stuff. So good. And I was a little bit worried. Maybe the oil that they were that they uh, that they had in the pan mm-hmm. might have been some kind of tallow, some kind of beef fat or whatever, some kind of animal fat because uh, Jennifer can't handle that with the alpha gal thing. So it turns out it was just fine. But. Uh, I don't even know why I brought that up. So anyway, it was really good. I, I'll always get that. Like their their onion rings are really good. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, they're dipped in uh, cornmeal, which doesn't happen a lot. But uh, they fucking rock those those onion rings. They've got an amazing salmon. I saw they had a blackberry salmon. Blackberry or blackened? I, I thought it had some kind of blackberry on it. Hmm. I don't know. Had something to do with blackberry. But yeah, they did. They had uh, they had two or three different salmons there, and. Uh, uh, Jay Rieger Company has a... Uh, There's the coffee. Has a... Uh, I'll get the coffee here in a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll uh, look forward to it. I don't have a whole lot left in my dram. But um, they have a, uh, a Jack Stack exclusive offering or whatever. Really? Like, you can only get it at Jack Stack. <laughs> That's very cool. And they use it for their uh, their cocktails hmm. that, that include it. Like, I had a... They called it a family-fashioned, which is it's just an old-fashioned made with their their stuff and they're using the barrel aged cherries man that was a good looking uh uh it, scorched, it was good. scorched orange that scorched orange was dehydrated orange like we have <clears throat> uh, that we have and, and that we use <clears throat> and you know listener if you want to check out the uh the de- dehydrated citrus fruits that uh that we use just go to uh savertheburn.com slash shop and scroll down and uh you'll find uh, some uh amazon affiliate links uh to where we have um we have them there in our shop, and uh, you get some cool stuff. It helps the podcast out with a little bit of a commission, and uh, you're helping to support small business with the people that make those things. But um, yeah, so they took that that orange slice and they scorched the ever loving shit out. Did of it. Did they do it there table side? No, no, they did not. That would have been Damn cool, it. but they didn't. Damn it. And um, I don't know if they smoked it too. They might have mm. smoked it, but it was very, very similar to what um, West Bottoms Whiskey Company has. But they <laughs> didn't have; uh, it didn't taste like there was any chocolate bitters. And I'm not 100 percent sure if it was smoked. There was a bit of a smoky flavor to it, probably because of all that charred orange. But whatever. If you're in the Kansas City area, <laughs> definitely go check it out. <clears throat> and they gave me a free piece of cake uh, for my uh, oh, for cool. my birthday. Very cool. Yeah, she offered us uh, cake for dessert. He's like, you, you guys want us to bring you any cake? Any room for dessert? I'm like, no, I got cake back at home. Or I have birthday cake back at home. It's my birthday. And she's like, oh, well, I'll just give you a piece. Which one do you want? The triple chocolate fucking delicious cake or this carrot cake? And I went for the carrot cake. I've had it before. And I really nice. like it. And I love chocolate. 
But I don't always eat carrot cake. I eat a lot of chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> so I'm uh, looking at the notes here on the Rieger family. Yeah. Jacob Rieger immigrated to America from Goritz, Austria, oh, Hungary, wow. in 1877 with his wife, Mary, son, Alexander, and daughter, Sally. Sally. When he arrived in America, Jacob's last name was actually Rizor. But like a lot of immigrants during that time, his last name was changed. After initially settling in Cincinnati, Jacob moved to Kansas City in early 1880s, where he opened a grocery store. Hmm. In 1887, Jacob was on to his newest business venture, making booze. Jacob founded J. Rieger and Company at 1529. Genesee Street in Kansas City's West Bottoms neighborhood, directly across from the Livestock Exchange Building as the home of the Livestock Exchange and Union Depot, the original train station. The West Bottoms was the central hub of KC at the time. The neighborhood sits on the Missouri-Kansas state line and since Kansas enacted statewide prohibition in 1881, damn them, 39 years before federal prohibition, The area was home to many saloons, brothels, casinos, liquor retailers, etc. that were patronized by residents from both sides of the state line. Because of all the booze that flowed there, the area became known as the wettest block in the world. That sounds... I love it. That sounds like a great, great, (laughs) great fucking place to visit. Like, so, like, in 10 years... Brothels, saloons, casinos... This dude got here from Austria-Hungary in 1877 with his whole family and decided, we're just going to open up a grocery store. Three years later. Yeah, and then like within seven years of that, he's like, we're going to make some booze. <laughs> but that was after, what, what did it say, 1881? Yeah, right mm-hmm. across the state line that they could probably smell from their front door. <laughs> like, Yep. I mean, he's just like... He's like, you know what? I think we're going to start making money hand over fist. Let's let's open our own brewery here, a little distillery. Very cool. Smart man. And then let's fast forward a little bit. Reviving a legacy. It wasn't until April 2010, 90 years after the onset of Prohibition, that the idea for bringing back the historic distillery was dreamed up by Ryan Maybe, a Kansas City bartender who opened his bar manifesto in the basement of the Rieger Hotel, building the year prior that was a great great little establishment yeah fascinated by the history of the building ryan discovered its connection to the historic j rieger and company distillery and from that point was dead set on ensuring it was resurrected in december 2010 ryan partnered with chef howard Hanna to open a new restaurant aptly named the rieger on the main floor of the rieger hotel building on opening night Andy Rieger, who was at the time the only living Rieger of Jacob's bloodline, walked in to meet the owners and thank them for honoring his family's name through their restaurant. Well, that's cool. That's very cool. While Andy and Ryan's accounts of what happened next vary, what they both agree on is that after a brief introduction, Ryan casually said to Andy, we should bring back the old distillery. I like it. And there's the tagline in that bottled and bond label. It's Oh, so good to be back. Maybe that's the that's the complete thing. Maybe yeah. I, th- I think the, it, it uh, says it's oh so good. Okay, or it just says oh so good. 
It wasn't until 2014, under the guidance of industry veteran Dave Pickerel, that the plan fully came to fruition, driving Andy to quit his job in Dallas and move back to KC to dive fully into the distillery. After securing a building in the historic East Bottoms neighborhood of Kansas City and following months of product formulation, the relaunch was ready. By October 2014, nearly four years after first meeting, Andy and Ryan had successfully relaunched the brand with the release of Rieger's Kansas City Whiskey. In 2021, our earliest barrels turned six years old and were finally ready for bottling. That's cool because this bottle, Bottled in Bond, is actually listed as a no-age statement. Yeah. yeah probably so there actually it. is an age to it. On August 16th, 2021, we released Rieger's Bottled in Bond Straight Rye Whiskey, the first whiskey distilled in Kansas City since Prohibition. The following summer, our first bottled and bond straight bourbon was released in June 2022, also after six years of aging. Super, super cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a beautiful bottle. Um, you know, it, your standard looking, you know, whiskey bottle, but it, it's, it's got a great, some, uh, great label on it. Some kind of fluted accents here on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. The label, yeah, it's, it's beautiful with the gold. Uh, it's not gold leaf. I mean, it's, it's definitely that Art Deco. Yeah. 1920s style. And that kind of uh, you know denim blue mm-hmm. there, and Casey Mo on the bottom. Lots of uh, good information on the back. Whoa! <laughs> Had to throw in a Kansas little bit City. of Tech, tech Nine, Tech Nina. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not picking up on the coffee notes. They're in your notes, and you picked up on it, but I did not pick up on it. Get a little bit of a a taste on there, and purposely leave your mouth open while you're tasting it to, to let, yeah. let it pull, pull through the the nose also. That's how, and, and that's that's the only way I'm, I'm getting a little bit of coffee, but if I actually take a, 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 a smell on it with the mouth open so that it rolls across the palate, I did there's that a too. little bit there. I did that too, but I didn't pick it up. I'm just getting a lot of that, that, that woodsy, sweet, something like that woodsy sweet kind of there's some barley in there not so much the, mm-hmm. the coffee but that's all right that's all right i'm I, I don't always pick up on everything that everybody else picks up on tip the glass back and lost my headphones <laughs> and the finish like we talked about it earlier the finish is long mm-hmm. it's long it, it's full you know there's it, it it really sticks to the sticks to the the palate on the finish what did you uh have you done your rating mm-hmm I saw you over there kind of working on it. What did you give uh, on the nose? I gave it a four. That's what I gave it. I gave it a four on the palate, yeah. too. Such a good good nose. Uh, the palate, I gave it a four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. I probably dropped it down a little bit. Yes, it's got a lot of flavor to it. There's and, uh, there's just a lot going it's, on. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the 100 proof, and this is just a me thing, it was... Um, it was so you know hot yeah. that it, it it distracted me from from the rest of it. I'm not saying you know I, I really wish they'd drop it down to eighty because <laughs> I don't. I I think this would it would be a disservice uh, to this spirit to drop it down to eighty. That's where I'm at with that one. How about the finish? Finish. I gave it four and a quarter. I stuck to four. Excellent. It's long. It's lingering. It's uh, warm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's it's still giving different notes of flavor on it. It's, uh, I mean, at a four, it's 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 well above average. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at with it. How about bottle presentation? I gave it four and a half. Four and a half. 
You know, there's no no box, no tube or anything like that, but it's just a very classic, very Art Deco style bottle and uh, label on it. I kept it at a four. I'm shrugging. I've given it like three <laughs> shrugs, and I don't know why I gave it a four. I don't know. It, it was good. It was, uh, it's like first introduction here. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the look of it, just sitting there in the bottle. I love the color. But, I th- yeah, that's where I was. I think for me... I gave it a four and a half. One part because I think I, I think it's it's well designed. The, the the label is is just a great looking label. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I appreciate about it is it's not overly complex. It's very simple, which translates to when you're at the liquor store and you're you're just scanning the eye the shelves and that it's very recognizable. Uh-huh. It's got the you know in that that dark denim blue label right in the middle it's got uh, the white crest shield of the jay rigger logo so it really stands out and pops and then with the name right underneath there kind of arced uh rigger you know there, there's so many labels that i've seen out there that that are great gorgeous looking labels but there's so much going on to them there's so much detail on there that if you're just scanning the liquor shelves looking for something specific or just something that catches your eye a lot of labels have so much going on it just kind of becomes noise and it kind of becomes just a blur because there's not something to catch your attention right this is a design that makes it stand out because it's it's a very recognizable label and so without a whole lot of effort you're going to be able to quickly pick it out on the shelf that's all I got to say about that (laughs) Jenny. Yeah, I, I have uh, written down here, bottled and bonded, 100 proof. This bourbon offers a wide variety of flavors from nose to lingering finish. If you enjoy your bourbon at a higher proof, grab yourself a bottle of this proudly made in KC bourbon whiskey from Jay Riggers. I like it. That's where I... So uh, I gave it my, uh, my overall rating was an 8. Yours was... 8 and 5 eighths. 8 and 5 eighths. Yeah. So I think I think we we agree. It's it's yep. very good. And this yep. you got uh, for your birthday. Got it for my birthday. Very cool. So at this point, I've tried this bottled and bond bourbon, uh-huh. and I've tried the original uh, J Riggers. Okay, which is a fantastic Casey whiskey. Yeah, I'm very very now having this. I'm very curious to try its counterpart, the rye. Yeah, and then also try their monogram, which is. A this was about a fifty dollar bottle. The monogram is about an eighty dollar bottle, mm. and then they also have a private stock, mm. and that's about a seventy dollar bottle, I think. So maybe sixty five, seventy okay. somewhere in there. Huh. And off the top of my head, I'm not really I don't remember what the differences are, but just recalling from what I've seen on the shelf, those are two I have not tried yet. Yeah, that are a little bit higher dollar. And I'm just kind of curious how they compare. They might blow each other each other out of the water, and they might just be all fluff. Maybe we circle back around at some point and might be all uh, show and no go. <laughs> circle back around and do a do a flight. Yeah, all riggers. Yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. We have our flight boards. We, we have our uh, our Glencairn glasses. Yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> we 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 will have our riggers. I can bring the the rye back, you know, for for the tasting, and um, I can you know maybe grab one of the other bottles, and you grab one of the other bottles, whatever. 
Sounds like a plan to, to me. It, try to make it even, Steven. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Any uh, final thoughts on this one? I enjoyed this one. And with it being a hometown bottle. Yeah, KC it, Proud, baby. It kind of kind of elevates it a little bit. Go Riggs! <laughs> I'm also, uh, if you haven't been, we, we should take a field trip to uh, to the distillery. I've not been. So Isn't if, it if, like right next door to KKFI? No, no, that's that's down, that's down in Midtown. The 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 Riggers Distillery is over by um, uh, Knuckleheads. Oh shit! Okay, it it's, oh. it's a big building, and if you've seen on uh, any of the the the, uh, the KC Whiskey Guild or any of the things, there's a new high end cocktail restaurant that just recently opened called the Hey Hey. The Hey Hey. That is actually at the Rieger Distillery, and they have a spiral slide. That goes from the top floor down to ground level, just like the haunted houses. So, speaking of uh, the the whiskey guild, I uh, I I posted the uh, the picture that you uh, yeah that you took for me, and uh, Dewey says my favorite from Rieger. So that this one here that we're uh, we're trying tonight, the the, uh, the Rieger straight bourbon whiskey. He says it's his favorite. Dan says pretty much the same thing. The best one from Rieger. Uh, Andrew says never had a Rieger's I've. Huh. He says, never had a Riegers I've liked. Hope it's good. Be sure to report back. So that might be the only negative. Actually, we got another negative kind of coming up down here in a second. Marlon says, good stuff. Had one at Jack Stacks. And uh, Christopher says, Holiday is better than Rieger. And Andrew, that uh, said that he didn't like it, uh, replied to Christopher's comment and says, all day and twice Sunday. <laughs> so I don't think I've had Holiday. Maybe it is better. We have not. So we'll we'll have to try that out. The Ben Holiday is actually up at the old. Uh, I guess it's technically still the McCormick Distillery. Okay, but it's that's where Ben Holiday now is in Weston. And and I'm uh, dying to get up there too because I've heard they've got some uh, special uh, distillery picks that are available only there. I also shared this in the Whiskey Tribe group. If you're if you're a fan of Whiskey Tribe mm-hmm. on uh, uh, YouTube, uh, then you already know. If you don't know, uh, definitely go check that that uh, that channel out. They got yep. they got a lot of great content, great stuff, funny stuff, informative stuff. Nothing nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but uh, I've got a comment on here. It says I've not had a bad Riggers. Always solid. I'd be interested to know how it is. My sister lives up there and picks me up their stuff. Cheers. So it seems like people are interested in uh, in what we think about it. But um, definitely, definitely glad uh, that I got to try it. Thank you for sharing your your birthday present Absolutely. with me. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. We have tried the Boulevardier a few different times, but this is the first time going off of Rieger's preferred recommendation. A Boulevardier is equal parts bourbon or rye, sweet vermouth, and Campari. So we took the part Campari and did a 50-50 of Campari and Aperol, which should give it a sweeten it up a little bit. Right. So when you said half and half, you don't mean creamer. Do not mean creamer. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, and you found this on their website. Found this right off their website. I, you know, I figured if, if we're giving this one... The the full Jay Riggers treatment. Yeah, let's take their recipe and run with it. And what I liked about this was a couple different things are very different. Not very different, but a couple things are different from what we've done in the past. So in the past, we've done our Boulevardier 
Equal Parts, Spirit, Vermo- Sweet Vermouth, Campari. Yeah. And then we've also we've garnished it in the past with an orange twist. This one for the Campari, we do uh, a 50-50 mixture of Campari and Aperol. Yeah. And then the garnish is actually a full fresh sliced um, orange. Yep, not that dehydrated business. Nope. So, um, so, and because of that, I took full advantage of that. And before I garnished it down uh, against the inside of the glass and the large cube, I did a little bit of a just a slight squeeze to it to mm-hmm. give a little bit of that orange citrus into uh, our drink. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's beautiful. It it looked actually, dude. It looks better than it does on the on the internet. Um, the red is just yeah so impactful. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Let's savor the burn this down the hatch. <laughs> Cheers, sir. Cheers. Oh man. Oh, that's good. What a classy drink. Yeah. This will forever change how I make my boulevardies. This is like, like you walk into a, a speakeasy where chicks in long dresses are smoking the <laughs> cigarettes on those long sticks. Right, right. You know whatever those things are called. <laughs> like there's somebody in the back, you know, the back corner playing cards, playing poker. Someone on the piano, tinkling on the keys. Mm-hmm. Not with his own personal rents, but with his his hands. That's <laughs> a little something I came up with in my head on the spot. A little low light. Yeah. Ambiance. Mm-hmm. The waiter looks like the the bartender from the from the shining. Ready to take your order. <laughs> Only hopefully there's no Jack Torrance, you know, hanging around. <laughs> Ready to chase you into the maze. <laughs> All work and no play Here's makes Jack Johnny. a boy. <laughs> Wendy, darling, light of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. <laughs> Love it. <sighs> Did you ever see the uh, Dr. Sleep? Mm-mm. Dude, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. So it's like The Shining 2. It is. Yeah. Fantastic. With Ewan McGregor, right? Ewan McGregor is uh, Little Jack grown up. Was that his name, the little boy? Was it? I don't remember. Let me hit the Danny. Danny, that's it. Hello, Mrs. Torrance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's little Danny Torrance all grown Mm -hmm, up. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. I mean, it's done very well. And it's a great uh, continuation. Might have to watch that sometime here in the. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. That's. Uh, I mean, not that any month is uh, is more, you know, perfect for scary, you know, horror stuff mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. But this one, most especially. It's that time of year. Yeah, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. You know, when you got all the family coming in. Mm-hmm. And you're you're dealing with family more and more. You wanting to deal with work less and less, less and less. And the you know weather's getting colder. The days are getting shorter. And you just you're really feeling like, uh, you know, you just all work and don't no play makes Jack a dull boy. Mm-hmm. 
Man, I'm enjoying this. This is winter blues. But yeah, this this is a good cocktail to break that fucking habit. This is really good. So I pulled off of their um, the the Rieger website has a lot of information on there, and mm-hmm. when you go to their uh, their spirits page, because they do a lot of different things, they they actually have a vodka. They've oh, got yeah. a cafe Amar- amaro, which is a uh, um, it's a liqueur. I think they also have a gin. Uh, but the, the, you know they have all their spirits, and then at the very bottom they have their cocktail recipes, like all the other uh, distilleries have. But this Boulevardier is one of them, and so I pulled off of there a cousin to the gin based Negroni. The bourbon based Boulevardier was created during Prohibition by Harry McElhone, McElhone, famed bartender and founder of Harry's New York bar in paris all right this simple boozy and bittersweet cocktail was also known for being the signature drink of erskine gwynn erskine gwynn yep (laughs) (laughs) who was i'm just interjecting here as as you're reading i'm sorry (laughs) who was the nephew of railroad tycoon alfred vanderbilt wow okay gwynn edited a monthly magazine in paris named you guessed it the boulevardier okay so there you go uh, right before you dove into that uh, little paragraph there of of, uh, of a lot of cool information, uh, I noticed either you or we switched from calling it the Boulevardier to the Boulevardier. I have started to call it that okay. just because asking a few people, and actually uh, Kate and I were talking uh, not too long ago, and she also interjected that as well. So okay, I've okay. had a couple other people recently um that have said yeah boulevardier okay well i'd rather say it that way than all you know raytown as fuck because <laughs> you know sometimes my sugar creek dna kicks in a little too hard and i'm ready to throw corn dogs at it and you know pronounce it wrong but even i mean so we've we both had a, a few sips off of this but i mean just looking at the fucking thing like i mean if, even even though if the you glasses... see somebody drinking this from the other side of the room mm-hmm. you're gonna want one yeah yeah, it, it's such a gorgeous color. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of a ruby red meets pumpkin orange. It's it's beautiful, and it's it's the the color is even highlighted and you know kind of refracted a little bit by the by these um, these cocktail glasses that mm-hmm. you got. And you know, speaking of the cocktail glasses, dear listener, if you're dear interested listener. in checking out uh, the cocktail glasses that we're talking about and maybe even interested in getting some for yourself, just go to savortheburn.com slash shop. Uh, scroll down and you'll see the cocktail glasses there. Um, uh, you'll you'll click on the uh, Amazon link and uh, should you buy them, uh, you get some, some cool glasses, a, uh, a small business somewhere, makes a little money and uh, Savor the Burn gets a little bit of a a uh, a commission from the sale, mm-hmm. and that is greatly appreciated. Along with your 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 following on all of our socials and your <laughs> sub to our, our our YouTube. Yes, but you know anyway, that's just a short little aside. So back <laughs> to it. This is uh, this is a beautiful cocktail. It smells great, tastes great, finishes great. Um, I don't have any problems with this some bitch right here. I'd say this would probably be a a great contender for um you know a your your new standard mm-hmm. um. Uh, cocktail, much like the old fashioned. For me, it's kind of your standard cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's simple, you know, simple ingredients. You can overthink it if you want to, just fucking don't. This one here, it's got a couple ingredients in it 
that is a little more involved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or they're they're no less hard to find than you know bitters or whatever and you said some of these are bitters uh technically a campari is a bitter is classified as a bitter wow this it is, is a in the much bitters, bigger bottle bitters family yep Huh. Yeah. So the last time we did a Boulevardier was with Chandler mm-hmm. with that Whistle Pig Rye. Being a rye versus a <laughs> bourbon makes it a little bit different. But the last time we did this cocktail, we did it in our coupe class. Okay. And then we garnished it with an orange twist uh-huh. uh, on top of it. This one, going again, going right off the recipe, unlike so many other recipes that we've encountered the photography and this the photography in, in our agenda here i pulled right off of rieger's website yeah they use the 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 right glassware but th- this is in a uh in our cocktail glass yeah and so i did it in in our new double cocktail round cocktail glass with a with a large cube in there so before it would have it we would have made it in the coupe glass strained into that chilled glass, no ice. Here, because we're in a cocktail glass, we are using a single large cube. I think using the uh, the large cube uh, in the cocktail glass is is better for the for the Boulevardier. I, I think classically, I it should be served in that coupe. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't if you don't freeze your, your coupe, you must be a poop. You must be a poop. <laughs> <laughs> then your then your mother's oranges are shriveled. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you guys got to check out uh, the salty whale, thirsty whale, on, a thirsty whale. What the fuck am I thinking? Salty whale. That sounds like a, <laughs> a bad seafood restaurant you don't want to go to. But yeah, the uh, the, the the thirsty whale on uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram, probably YouTube. Definitely check them out. Lots of great content, funny as can be. But uh, this, the the way this cocktail is is uh, served here in the in the with the with the glass or with the with the big lump of ice, I think it it helps uh, mellow out some of the strong flavors as it yeah. ever so yep. slightly melts. And plus, making it with the half Campari, half Aperol mm-hmm. for that part of it, I think also helps sweeten it up a little bit. So it kind of helps cut a little bit of the bitterness that you would typically uh-huh. get from just straight Campari. It also looks like on on this um, recipe here, just it says one ounce Campari and then in parentheses, 50-50 Campari. Aperol. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that that's, that's an option. Right. Like if you want to yep. go 50-50, you can. But the recipe just calls for one ounce Campari. Well, and most other recipes for a Boulevardier is equal parts, spirit, sweet vermouth, Campari. Okay. The Rieger preferred method is the 50-50 Campari Aperol for that piece of it. I think Rieger's got the right idea. It's almost like they do the research and they know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, and and this using, drinks well. <laughs> using this bottled and bond, you know, hundred proof, it's it's the perfect proof for for a cocktail like this. One hundred percent. You can you can taste the uh, you can taste the straight bourbon whiskey in this. Um, everything that it brought to the table in our review, you know, the vanilla, the caramel, the um, you know, the the kind of oaky sweet, you know, everything that's going on with it. Not so much the cotton candy. I never did pick up on that. And uh, <laughs> you said it was uh, it was coffee. You were picking up on coffee a little bit. I never yeah. did pick up on that. But this one here, it's boozy, uh, you know, bourbon boozy. It's uh, it's it's bittersweet, like the uh, the description said on the online, and it, it's citrusy. It's it's beautiful in the in the cocktail glass. I don't I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to try this unless, of course, they're, you know, they're a poop. And then they. <laughs> 
clearly would not be freezing their... They would not be freezing their coop <laughs> because they would be a poop. And they wouldn't use any mm. saline either, Mm-mm-mm. you know, because you, you want to use saline. <laughs> oh, inside Man. jokes for those Man. That, for those that know, but for those that don't know, I'm going to say it again. Check out The Thirsty Whale. Yeah. Just look them up, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Fin- finish listening to this, but then right, go. Right after this. <laughs> right, right after, after this. this. Go, go uh, look up The Thirsty Whale. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? What do you what do you got on the nose? Again, for me, cocktails always kind of take a hit on the nose just uh-huh. because it's a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got a cocktail that has something that actually grabs uh-huh. your nostrils as you're going in for that in a drink. good way. In a good way, you don't way. want it to smell like a girl with a funky dance floor. <laughs> no, you, you want <laughs> you. It's got to smell good. You know, it's well, just it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener. Dear listener. I, I always give the nose a little bit of a hit uh, just because this one I didn't really find much of a nose on. I still gave it a three and three quarters. I gave it a four because I do I do find a good nose on okay. it. I, I mean, you can that pick up orange, on the, That orange slice really yeah. uh, becomes a, a very... Major player um, on the nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can pick up on the bittersweet with the Aperol and, and, and Campari and just a little bit, you know, light, you know, kind of boozy... You know, bourbon smell out of it. I don't know. I, I think it was firing on all cylinders. It didn't wow me. That's why it didn't get a five. But it, it definitely hit hit everything I was looking for. On the palate, I gave it a four and a half. I gave it four and three quarter. Four and three quarter. So you're you're closer to wow than yeah. I was. This is this is a solid four four and a half or four and a half four and three quarter. You'd be hard pressed to find a better, you know, like new. What did I call it? Staple new mm-hmm, standard. Mm-hmm. You know it. With the Riegers, anyway, right? We, we've had the the Boulevardier with with other with whistle, other spirits. Whistle pig, whistle pig. Mm-hmm. With this Riegers, though, chefs chefs kiss. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. That's why I gave it the four uh, four and a half. I also gave it a four and a half on the finish, as Henry would say, Mwah, delish, <laughs> delish. <laughs> would you give it on the finish? Four and a half. Well, boy, howdy, four did and we, a half. We, we met eye to eye on something. We did. Finally, are you going to give yourself a, a five on presentation? I gave myself a four and three quarter. Four and three quarter. No. Even with the when we were taking pictures of these things, they were still frost on the glass. Like you, you planned it out, dude. Like you planned it out for the for the photos to look good. I tried. There was still frost on I the really glass tried. after they had been poured. You had the ice uh, up there, you know, buoyant with the orange, kind of wetted, wedged in there in place, and with the bottle in the background over there on the in the photo studio <laughs> over there. It was, it was. It looked good, dude. It looked good. Are you looking at the pictures now? Yeah. On the tail end of the of the finish, there's even a honey sweet uh, on the on the on the palate. I I really love it. I I agree with that. So for my total, I gave it a nine. All right, my total came in at eight and seven eighths. Eight and seven eighths is really close to nine. Not going to get much closer. <laughs> so I wrote down on here, and you you may have a differing opinion. The Rieger's Straight Bourbon Whiskey Boulevardier. Is a solid title contender for a new standard in cocktails. Every flavor is married and balanced with precision. This cocktail is a must try. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I def- I do too. I, you know, I, yeah, that's that's a beautiful picture you got there. I mean, if let's say it's your standard metal night at uh oh, where was Bob's Bizarre Bazaar? 
the Westport, Westport, Westport flea Bowery. Market. Yeah, Westport Bowery. Yeah. Yep. So um, or the with, flea market. Yeah, the flea. It's on the it's on the other side of the of the building. It's on the back side of the building. The Bowery is from the uh, Westport Flea Market. And if you guys don't know about Bob's Bizarre Bazaar, just Google it. I'm not going to get into serial documentary and chill right now. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, if if you're in there and it's metal night, and um, you know, there's you know technical death metal or thrash, any kind of groove happening, and you look across the room and you see somebody drinking this Boulevardier, you're going to want one, too. I'd like to see more hands holding a Boulevardier in the future. Amen, sister. Our friend, uh, <laughs> our friend uh, Janelle Dickerson, mm-hmm. uh, she said that her brother uh, has been coming over to, uh, to her place, or she's been going over to his place, and, and uh, he's been mixing cocktails for her. And so if, if she doesn't end up with this... With this, you know, Rieger Straight Bourbon Whiskey Boulevardier. That'd make her a poop. Do what? I said that'd make her a poop. Why? (laughs) You don't think she's freezing her coop? Uh, I'm kidding. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, we we love you, Janelle. Anyway, so uh, if anybody wants to know who she is, she's a she's a fan and and a a friend to uh, to us here in the uh, Savor the Burn, and also with the Burn the Gates. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, I'm bringing up the uh, the, metal. the Westport Bowery because uh, Burn the Gates had a show there uh, this year in 2023, and um, we rocked it. But it was a uh, it was a different kind of rocking it than um, some of our other friends uh, that played that night. There was uh, what was it, uh, Lucy? Last of Lucy. Last of Lucy. Uh, they were incredible. Man, they were awesome. And um, there was also Gourmand. There's one more band. Yeah, I know those guys. Oh, it was um, Discordia. And Withermoth. Withermoth. Okay, Withermoth, Discordia. Withermoth was the other local band. Yeah. Those guys were so good. Yeah, Withermoth, uh, they played uh, before us. Mm-hmm. They opened the show, then Burn the Gates, then Gourmand, and then Discordia, and then Last of Lucy, or did... No, it was Last of Lucy and then Discordia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, that show. Uh, we got there, and we thought, yeah, we're going to go grab a burger, we go over there and we eat and like you know i i as we were eating i heard the first band fire up and i thought two things i thought oh shit we're gonna be late uh we're late like we need to go in there like so come on let's hurry up and eat the shit and get in there two oh shit um i'm really full and i'm i'm gonna have to take the stage here pretty soon (laughs) and jump around (laughs) <laughs> gotta go poop and then but no i uh i'm gonna have to you know jump around like a had jacked off house cat uh with a full stomach like this and it's not gonna go well <laughs> right no thank you plus you know there's the uh the bartender you know faking her way through making cocktails <laughs> uh, bless her heart she had there, there was a short list of cocktails that they had but they just weren't that great no you want a whiskey and coke i'm like not really they didn't really have any whiskey cocktails on their menu. They did not. They did not. It was mostly... Which is why you got the, like I vodka. can make a whiskey and Coke. Yeah. That's all right. Whatever. It was a good night. Any uh, final thoughts here on the Boulevardier featuring Rieger's straight bourbon whiskey? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. Your final thoughts are involving that orange slice you, you, <laughs> you cut. I mean, there's just nothing like fresh orange. Fresh orange. It's like a sore dick. You just can't beat it. <laughs> well, dear listener, thanks for sticking around through the um, through the entirety of this episode. If you made it this far, we thank you. Uh, we're always thankful that you're listening to the Savor the Burn podcast. And um, 
We uh, we definitely want to know what you think. So uh, shoot us an email, info at savertheburn.com. Uh, shoot me an e- email, jonathan at savertheburn.com, or w2 at savertheburn.com. Uh, we'll be happy to hear from you. And um, uh, thanks again for uh, checking us out on all our uh, social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, as always, definitely thank you for listening to us on your on your podcast app of choice. Uh, in the in the past, we've had some go away. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Stitcher. But um, we're always happy that the ones that are here are still here, and uh, we've always had the the capacity to be thankful for the ones that were there when they were there. So, uh, with that in mind, no matter who you are, where you are, who you're with, what you're doing, what you're fucking drinking, always remember, dear listener, keep on burning.